independent. You know it. You love it. You can't live without it. Rockland World Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome again. It's Friday, but it's not only Friday. It's the first day of summer on a Friday. Today's the longest day of the year. I think the sun sets at 8.31. So, longest day of the year. Welcome summer, and hopefully goodbye rain. Well, at least for a little while. Um, So, anyway... Today, I will go back to basics with some social media tips. It's actually three of them, to be quite precise. Um, so the first one I thought I'd talk about is why it's important to make a commitment to social media. Because you just can't try social media and then, after a few months, give up. Or, as some of my previous clients would go, I don't see anything. I don't think it's working. I haven't gotten any calls yet. Yes. Well, it takes about eight months to a year for it to start working. In between, you may get people to like your product and your service and actually you know, use your product or service. But to get it really, really, really moving, it takes eight months to 12 months. Because not only you know does it take that long to get a consistent content stream going, but it also takes a while for you to understand what how to do it. Because the, that's the first most important thing is like other forms of marketing, social media for business is a challenge for a lot of business owners because, like I said last week, they don't know what they're doing. Um, you know they don't know how to, they don't know how they have to grow their audience they don't know they have to have great content they don't know what engagement is they don't know how to post things and like i just saw in somebody else's business page they have no clue that you don't need to write on your business page like my page no you are we're already on your page so why do we have to like your page number 1 and two hashtags if you're going to co- use two words for a hashtag like um, uh, like wedding flowers, and you want to put those two together. Those two are two words together in a hashtag. It's not separate. It's not hashtag wedding and then space flowers. It there's no spaces in hashtags. So, like I say, commitment. People, businesses have to make a commitment to actually learn social media. You can't just do social media without understanding exactly what it is that you're doing. You know, and you, know, you can't put 500 hashtags, don't even know what the heck you're doing and why you're putting those 500 hashtags to begin with. You know, um, the copy over the picture, you have to know what you're doing and how to write it a specific way. Um, and you have to give it time to work. Now, that all depends. Some people hit it off, hit it right out of the park because of what they do, what their business is. Some it takes them a lot longer. So you can't measure your success from somebody else's success either on social media. It doesn't work that way. Okay, that that's basically number one. Number two, decide what platforms are right for you. 
Okay. I don't care what content creators tell you to use. Okay. I don't care what they, because they're wrong half the time. They just create content and then they just want to throw it out there. So, you know, and they want to make more money. So what they're going to do, they're going to tell you, oh, go here, do here, use here, post here, put this here. No. Okay. Don't make assumptions. And I've seen content creators do this. They assume about where audience spends their time online. Your instinct might tell you that you should skip Facebook and focus on Instagram if you're targeting millennials. But data shows 82% still of millennials are on Facebook. Um, so don't assume you know where your audience is and where they're going to be. Because chances are you're going to be wrong. Um, Instagram is good. Facebook is good. LinkedIn is good. Twitter is good. Pinterest is good. Did I skip them all? I think YouTube is good. But that doesn't mean that you need to be on every single one of them. I would try one, see how you do, and then do another one. And then see how you do on that one. And this morning, just as we're talking about the platforms, don't do what everybody in their mother does, okay? You post it on Instagram and then you push it right to Facebook. No. Just because you post it on Instagram doesn't mean that that belongs on Facebook. You can have, and, and also the same hashtags. Same exact hashtag. No. Insta good is an Instagram hashtag for Instagram good. But short, short cut is, you know, like they use the word, the short term is Insta. And then they add the word good to it. Insta good. It, it's the most stupidest thing, I think, ever when people just do that. And then it makes you look like you have no idea what you're doing. And we don't need to use hashtags Bergen, Rockland County, New Jersey, New York, <laughs> New City, Nyack. Those are the, those are, you're wasting your time with those hashtags. Wasting time. You don't need to fill it up with that either. Okay, you don't. All right. So, that's pretty much knowing the platform. Like I said, number one, make a commitment to understanding how social media works and what you need to do in order for it to work. And then two, figure out which platform you want to use and then study it. Study how pe other people are doing Now, when I say study how other people are doing it, I do not mean copy it word for word, picture by picture. No, just study how things are done. So you get the hang of how to use it. For example, client boosting something. Totally, I, I think it's a waste of money to boost this. I would never have boosted this. this I, I, thanking people is not a thing to boost about. You shouldn't have to be thanking people for a street fair. Okay. No. We don't need to thank them in a boost. Um, that's what you, if you want to thank them personally, you send a thank you card. Literally, people love getting mail, still to this day. And a handwritten note goes a long way if you're going to thank somebody than doing a boost on Facebook. Okay, hello. But you don't need to spend $65 on a boost and then have the age range be 18 to 65. No, that's, way, that's why people in other states were getting this boost and they shouldn't be. It doesn't, no one really cares in Australia, you know, in uh, 
Arizona and Oregon and California uh, about thanking people for the street fair that, that was here in Rockland County. No one cares. Like, you don't, a boost, it's quick. It's a quick thing. It's fast. That's why they call it a boost. You're just giving something a little boost, but you want it, and they want it to be done quick and fast. It's a boost. It's not a Facebook ad, where Facebook ad is long and dwindling, you know, and a lot more content that goes into creating that ad than just answering, like, three questions for a boost. But anyhow. But that's what happens when you don't understand the platform. When you don't understand what you're doing, you're going to make these mistakes. That's why, number one, make a commitment. Number two, know the platform. And then three is know your audience. See, they all go together. Half the time, I can tell you business owners here don't even understand who their audience is. They just think it's everybody in Rockland County. Oh, let's add Westchester. Let's add New Jersey. I had I had an old client who did the same thing. It was ridiculous. New Jersey was not this past clients that I had audience. It was New York. He had Manhattan was his audience and Rockland County, but he insisted he had to get people from New Jersey. But let's say if your audience is not in New Jersey, why the hell am I doing ads and trying to do content aimed for that audience? when they're not going to see it. You can add audience later on once you maintain and know who your audience is. But I mean, this is what I'm talking about. Businesses, business owners have no clue what they're doing around here. All right, so know your audience. Before you can seek out your audience, you must identify them. Three questions. What age groups do you reach? What, what's your age range? Like, who does your business need? Which age range? Is it 25 to 40? Is it 40 to 65? Are you looking for, you know, um, audience from age 21 to 33? You've got to know who your age range is. It's not 18 to 65. It's not everyone. Then you need to know their annual income. Because if they can't afford your services, then why are you sending their material to them? They're not going to ever, ever, ever purchase your service or product if they can't afford it. So you want people who can afford your service and product. And three, do they have common? Do they have a common value? So does the audience have a common, you know, a value that also correlates to your business? Okay. Um, you know, you have to take a look at the different social media channels and find out where your target audience is spending the most time. That's what I said. In number one. Commitment to social media. Make a commitment to know the platform. If you don't know the platform that you're posting on and don't understand the platform, you're not going to reach your audience. And maybe your audience is even on that one because, oh, that content creator said that you need to be on YouTube. I'm going to tell you straight out, not everybody's audience is on YouTube. Sorry, but you can have the best video in the world. Don't mean nothing. Remember that. If your audience is not there, you're not going to reach them. Um, and then, okay, so look at the major channels and understand what you can do to meet, to meet the eyes of your audience. It's a good idea to survey your real customers in real time. Give them a little survey. Or you can set it up online. SurveyMonkey is awesome. Because I just created one on SurveyMonkey. Awesome. 
um, and ask them, what is your favorite social media site? Do you regularly read blogs? If blogging is what they, they love more than anything else, then guess what you need to do? You need to start a blog. If that's how you're going to reach your audience, and that's how you're going to reach your audience. If they prefer email marketing over social media, then guess what you're going to be doing? You ain't going to be doing as much social media as you are email marketing. What people, what people do you follow on social media? Use the Google, you can use Google Forms to collect answers, or type forms, what it's called. So, three tips. Ready? Again, they all blend in together. You gotta make a commitment. It takes time for social media to work. It's not instant. It's not like me just dialing the phone and going, "Hi, yes, I like to order." Blah 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 blah, and I'll be pe- I'll be there in twenty minutes to pick it up. And then you hang up the phone, and then you're there in twenty minutes, and you get your food or whatever you order in twenty minutes. It never works that way. Ever social media will never be that instant. It takes you a good 8 to 12 months before things start clicking. Especially, it may be less, if you make a commitment to social media and you're not posting, you know, once every month. Or once every three months, if I've seen that. You know, or, you know, you're posting twice a week. That's all you have to do. Twice a week for Facebook. Twice a week for Facebook. Instagram, you can post once a day. It's not going to kill you to do once a day. Now, if you post five times a day, yeah, that's a little too much. Once a day. Pinterest, you can post four or five times at once, three times a week. Twitter, like I said before, Twitter, you have to tweet five times a, five times a day. And then you have to do other things. So, see, Facebook is different where you can just pretty much just post your material, your content on your business page, and then you're done. But Instagram... And Pinterest all work differently. And Twitter, you have to be engaging with other people on those sites. So you have to like other people. On Pinterest, you have to like people's pins. On Twitter, you have to like people's tweets, retweet things, have conversation. On Instagram, same thing. You got to like other people's posts. You got to comment every now and then. You got to show, like, some interest. Or no one's going to like your stuff. No one's going to be, you, know, you can't just post something. Uh-huh. I always remember that client I had. Oh, so all you got to do is post then, right? No, no. I got to be on there liking things, following people, commenting, commenting back when people comment. That's how it works. So that's why it takes a commitment to make it work. But, but like I say, so many businesses don't understand it and they all they think it, it is, entails is just posting. No strategy whatsoever. No understanding the platform. They just put, like I just saw this post right now on this business page. And I'm going to have to contact some other people I saw on their business pages that they need a little help. If they want a little help, I'll give them a little help. Because holy moly. Holy moly. <laughs> and then I wonder why it doesn't work. Okay. So visual content is seen more. You can't just write, you know, welcome to my restaurant. Today's special is, you know, well, um, you know, um, fettuccine Alfredo with a side order of vegetable, uh, twenty-five, you know, twenty-five ninety-five plus whatever, blah 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 blah, blah whatever else you're ordering, whatever else is part of the menu. You can't just post that stupid stuff. That's stupid. Who who do you think is reading that on social media? And when you post, I've seen it. I've seen restaurants do it. Today's special is, you know. 
family, and then everybody has family dinners because now those are the big things. You know, family of four for twenty four ninety five. Here's what you get: one, two, three, four, five, and then this is what they have on it. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, okay, great, thank you. Come and come get my family of four. No, no one's reading it. You have no visual content. If you have nothing that is attached to it that people can stop and look at it. So if you're serving fettuccine alfredo as your special with a side order of bread and a side order of vegetables, that needs to be a visual. Then they'll stop first, look at the picture, and then read what's on top, the copy part on top. They don't sit and they don't scroll and read ever. <laughs> no one ever stops to read it. And then I see a lot of people doing, oh, like my business page for daily posts. Like my page. Spread it around. If you don't need to write that on your business page. Hello? People on your business page already like your page. That needs to be written somewhere else, which is not on your business page. So that's why visuals. Because nobody's reading your stuff, unfortunately. No one has time. Um... If your content doesn't look good, no one will stop scrolling to read what you have to say. So not only do you need visual, but you need good content. You can't, you know, good pictures. Don't take a crappy picture of a plate of food and put it on there. Or a crappy picture of the t-shirt that you're trying to sell. Or the makeup that you're trying to sell. Or the flip-flops. You know, summer, so I'll think of summer things. Flip-flops. Or a, a crappy piece, a crappy picture of the jewelry that you're trying to sell that you just hand, you know, you just handmade. If it looks crappy, that's the impression people have on your company. And they will scroll right past it. It's got to be good visual content. And that goes with videos, too. Good video. Don't just put a video on there and expect people to like it. It's got to be good quality. It doesn't have to be professional quality, because not everybody can afford to for professional quality video. But that's why you have sometimes I'll retake my videos four or five times when I'm doing them because well, A, I know what I'm looking at. But that's why you should always have help when you're doing things. Okay. Do do do. Even if you're not selling beautiful fruit, for example, it's important to use great imagery in your social posts to increase engagement. So every time you have an image, like I just said, visual content in your posts, you are adding you're 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 engaging. You're engaging people to come to your po- your page and your posts. That's engagement right there. If you're just writing stuff, it can be like the most beautiful poem in the whole entire universe. No one's going to read it. You have to put a picture with every post. Period. And then, here's one thing that I saw this week, too. Don't copy and paste what others are doing. You want to have your own social media footprint. Just because everybody in the real estate industry are using drones, for example, does not mean that you need to use drones and have the same type of picture on on the back of the house or far away from the house, and then we have a far away still picture. You can use a drone, but do something different with that drone that sets you apart from the other real estate agents. Don't do it. Don't have the same exact picture and then write the same copy that they write. Write your own copy. Okay, so above all, be sure that your social posts are offer value. If all you do is pitch and sell, which that's mostly a lot of people around here, a lot of people, not even around here, but it's around the whole country, pitch and sell, pitch and sell, call this number, buy this, come here and eat here, 
um, you know, use my services, if that's all you're doing, <laughs> there'll be very little motivation for people to follow you on social media because people are, they're, we're saturated with that kind of stuff. With telemarketers calling us and scam calls calling us and emails. And every time you go into a store, people like, you know, they're, they're trying to sell you 10, you know, they're trying to sell you stuff that you don't even need because they want to make a commission or they want to make a price or, you know, they want to make a sale. That's not what social media is. It's 80% engagement, 20% sell. So that's why this week I started doing for all my clients summer-related content. And that will continue for next week. And then the following week is July 4th week. And then after that, I can throw in a few posts about their businesses and why they're important and why you should use them and all that kind of stuff. But I just throw it in, like, subtly. I don't, like, you know, capital letters, buy my stuff, use my service. That never works. Uh, remember, social marketing is social media marketing is all about building relationships. So you want to be human, be honest, and provide great content. That's what social media is in a nutshell. You know, you don't. And if you can't get pictures, I have tons of places where you can go and get free stock images. But here's the thing with stock images: you don't want to make you don't want to pick a stock image that actually looks like a stock image. You want to pick a more realistic picture from a stock image that maybe maybe people will think that you actually took. Because I see that too. And this morning, I told people this morning, if you're going to use an app to create your social media posts, because I know there's one that everybody uses, it's RIPL, Ripple, and that's what they call it, RIPL, which it's okay. I have to say that that app's okay, but you don't need via RIPL.com on your posts. See, on, on Instagram, it's already attached there, and I don't know if people can take it off or not Instagram, because I never ever try using it, because I don't need to use it. But on Facebook, when you're sharing it on Facebook, you can take that part off. The RIPL.com can come right off. You want people to think that you created that great content, not some app. That's what you want. That you want to look like you created the content, not somebody else. And that's usually what people end up doing wrong, is they have all these other, um, all these other places create the content for them and then put it on their Facebook page. Yeah, no. You don't want people to know that you're doing that. Like, you don't see it. Like, all my clients' um, audiences do not know that I'm doing their social media for them. Because I don't go on there and go, social media today was provided by Sassy Productions. No, no one knows that I do it. People thinking, people thinking that people in that office are doing it. That they're supplying the content. And that's how I want it to be. You know, if somebody asks, oh, well, you know, you do great social media content, then you can, then people can throw my name out there by mouth. They can go, oh, yeah, no, we have this person who owns this company. She does that content. Here's her name and her number. Contact her. That's how it should be. You should never, ever, ever advertise your business on somebody else's business page. Unless it's a group. Okay. Groups. Don't do so many. I've, I've already seen that this past week, too. <laughs> All the way on location taking some great pictures and having a little vacation at the same time. Um, 
I've seen that too. People, oh, well, this was provided by here. No, no, don't don't say that on somebody else's business page. Let them be the one to advertise for you. Let them say, oh, you know, we we work, we love this company that we work with, that they provide us this, this, whatever you provide. Don't you be the one to do that. That's like the unwritten rule on social media. Okay. Um, hmm. Now, I was looking, oh, so Facebook, with their lovely now um, currency that they're going to, Libra, God Almighty. First of all, okay, so they want to create currency that you can pay online, you know, cryptocurrency, quote, unquote, Libra, too. I don't know why they picked Libra, but whatever. I think it is going to be, this, it's not going to work. People already complain about data breaches with Facebook and privacy issues with Facebook. I'm going to be exchanging money on Facebook? <laughs> no way. No way. I, I think they are, they're going to cause problems with their, with their digital currency because I just don't see it working. And... It's, um, I mean, people are saying, oh, this is going to be huge. Yeah, maybe in the beginning, you know, you know, it's going to be big, you know, you know, but like Bitcoin, remember Bitcoin? That was big. It's, this is what this is going to be like, just FYI. So if you don't know what they're talking about, look up Bitcoin and look up, um, cryptocurrency and, uh, you can you can read into it it's just the system is launching in 2020 and includes um, a stable coin called Libra as well as a digital wallet inside messenger and whatsapp that will let users store send and receive Libra no so I'm telling you right now my clients are not paying me for this ever nobody I'd rather people pay me through PayPal than pay me through this so, no. Nope, nope, nope. As exciting, it, it also raises some scary possibilities. There's, do, 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 I'm just trying to read what they says. Um, and while that's probably the best thing, bu, 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 I'm just trying to quickly read through this article. Oh, it's, right, look at all the crazy stuff Facebook's been doing with your privacy and security, which I just said, so. So, it's come under fire the last 18 months for regarding issues of their privacy. You know, they had their scandal with Cambridge, you know, um, the voting scandal. They, you know, um, bup, 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 bup. the Fair um, Federal Trade Commission, and they're going to probably pay them. Um, do, 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 do. It's just going to be a mess, is what I'm going to say. I mean, I really don't think they need it, but, you know, whatever. Whatever, just don't use it. You know, if you don't like Facebook now, and you're all going to complain now about how Facebook is, imagine when people are giving out money through it. And how does it work? Like, that whole thing, we have no idea yet. Like, no, if, if people are paying me, I'm going to be able to actually have the money in my bank account, not on Facebook. <laughs> At least PayPal is so much safer and it's better to use, and then I can transfer money from PayPal to checking account and then put it right into my checking account. Whereas with this, I have no idea if you can do that. And I don't want to have my checking account 
be linked in with Facebook. Do you know how many people have their profiles hacked on Facebook? Think about that. People have their profiles hacked on Facebook, number one. Number two, they have data breaches. And number three, some part, some things that you don't give permission to do, they're doing. So there goes your privacy. But I will say this. You signed up for Facebook. If you signed up for Facebook, you control what you put on there. Oh, that was another thing I wanted to say. So, so Madonna, <laughs> Madonna came out with, with this crazy idea that Instagram makes people depressed and sad. And people judge because of Instagram. Um, yeah, I don't know where she's been the past, like, you know, 15 years with social media. That's because it's been out there for this long period of time. But I'm like, um, you control what you post. You control what you see. You control what you post. You control who you engage with. So you're giving Instagram all this power that says that it's going to make you feel jealous and it's going to make you, and I saw the studies on that, makes you jealous, it makes you depressed, you know, it makes people do things that they don't want to do just to post things. I mean, seriously, no, you shouldn't be doing that, number one. Number one, you shouldn't, you know, don't worry about what other people post. Remember, half the time people are only going to post things that are going to make them look good, right? No one's going to post something that makes them look bad. They're gonna make. They're gonna be posting things that make them look like you know. They're the you know fill in the blank with that word. You know, it, to me, it's just the most stupid. I, I, I don't know why people let social media have so much power over them is crazy. It's remember when social media first existed, it was to ha- It was for us to. You know, talk with our friends and stay up to date with family and friends that are not close. It was to network with people and it was to build up communities. It wasn't for what it is now. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. So social media will always be blamed for people being depressed, jealous, and for the lack of self-esteem. The truth is, you control what you see, who you engage with, and what you post. So Madonna slams Instagram, says app is designed to make you feel bad. I don't think that's true. Not one to, I don't think it was designed to make you feel bad. If you start feeling bad because you see people doing things that you wish you were doing, then guess what? You can do those things. People get new jobs. People go on vacation. People are posting pictures at the beach. People are posting, you know, whatever they're posting. Remember, like I just said, people post things for reasons. Don't, and take it with a drain, grain of salt. Half the time, there was that story, I think, two years ago, where that woman posted all this happy, happy stuff that was happening in her family. Oh, I love my husband. Oh, I have the best family ever. Everything's so lovey-dory. And then, you know, and then she had, you know, and then they had this divorce happen, and then, and then you know, we all know what happens with that at the end. But she was just posting, although she was, you know, it turns out that she was, she had domestic abuse. Do you think she was going to post about her domestic abuse? Here's my new bruise today. Uh, no. Unfortunately, no. Nobody knew that she was being abused because she kept, up on social media, she kept posting everything was hunky-dory. That's how it is. And I think people would be shocked as hell if people start posting bad things. First of all, 
you don't want to post bad things. So I'll, I'll say it this way. Because 90% of people don't care, and then 10% are going to use it against you later on. That's why you always got to be careful with what you post. Now, I, I was on my vacation trip, on my trip, and I had the news on the background. Um, somebody was being interviewed about one of the Parkland kids from Florida not being allowed to go to Harvard because of what he posted. He posted racial um, comments two years prior when he was 16. And then this guy on, on this news channel that was talking about this was totally off. It wasn't that people saw it and then told Harvard. Every single college now has people in their offices that do this. They search through your social media. Because this Parkland kid wasn't the first, and he's not going to be the last to get not get a scholarship, and not get be able to go to the college of your choice. This is what happens. They now scam. They they scan through all your social media. So every everything that you're on, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn. Mostly kids aren't on LinkedIn. Um, all of them, Snapchat, and all of them. They're all there, and they all look for this type of stuff that they can use against you. That's why I keep telling people you shouldn't be talking about politics, you shouldn't be talking about religion and social issues, because that's not what social media is designed for. And half the time, people don't even have discussions. They just yell at each other back and forth. That's all you're doing. So you end up making yourself look bad, especially young kids. I'm going to say kids from the ages of 16 to 18 should not be doing any of that kind of stuff on social media. So, that pretty much sums that up, in a nutshell. So, if you need any advice on social media, you know where to find me. Facebook. I'm literally on all of them, except Snapchat. So, don't don't find me on Snapchat. You won't find me there. Um, so, you can send me a message, send me an email. You can, con- you can do the contact us form on my website, which is www.sassygirlpr.com. And then just go to contact me, contact us page, and you can send me a message there too. So next week, I don't know what I'll talk about next week, but it will be as usual, interesting as usual. And thanks again for watching on Facebook. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. And thank you for listening here on Rockland World Radio. Enjoy your summer weekend. Bye, guys.